Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Monday, Monday, August 27. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Chafet de Oliveira. And let's pray for today. Heavenly Father, just want to thank you again for today. I want to thank you, Lord, for this text. I want to thank you for the opportunity for us to be able to read it and uh, to reflect on it. I want to ask, God, that you bless us with whatever work we have today, whatever uh, encounters we're going to have with uh, other people in our lives, whether it's at work or in school, uh, with our family. May your spirit be living through us. Uh, may we be showing that uh, with our relationships with each other. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We have Romans 8, 1 through 11 today in the New Living Translation, the NLT, and the subtitle is Life in the Spirit. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. The law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So God did what the law could not do. He sent his own son in a body like the bodies we sinners have. And in that body, God declared an end to sin's control over us by giving his son as a sacrifice for our sins. He did this so that the just requirement of the law would be fully satisfied for us, who no longer follow our sinful nature, but instead follow the spirit. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things, but those who are dominated by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death, but letting the spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. For the sinful nature is always hostile to God. It never did obey God's laws, and it never will. That's why those who are still under the control of their sinful nature can never please God. But you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of God living in you. And remember that those who do not have the Spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to Him at all. And Christ lives within you, so even though your body will die because of sin, the Spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised, Jesus, raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living within you. Good. I like, I like that. That was a good, uh, good version there. Good new insights, a good new take on, uh, on the ESV. So uh, here's the uh, recalibrate questions that we have uh, from um, Corey. And uh, this is uh, what he's suggesting and asking us to reflect on today. What does the term no condemnation mean to you? If we are not condemned, does that mean that we can do whatever we want? If Jesus has accepted your guilty verdict as his own, what should your response be? Oh, that's well, a little right bit away, leading. What I think of is um, kind of the principle of natural consequences. Oh, yeah. Which is that to oh. me, the reason to live a certain way or to live a certain type of lifestyle isn't because I'm afraid of condemnation oh, yes. from God. Okay, for instance, if I decided or if I got like sucked into a life of smoking methamphetamine, there I'm would glad. be consequences <laughs> to that. And it would, God wouldn't condemn me, I don't think, for that. It, it's not a matter of God condemning. I think uh-huh. God would feel sorry for me for being in that state. You know, I've, I've seen people who've been in terrible states because of drug addiction and other things. And the thing that you feel looking at, at, at them is not condemnation. Um, 
it's pity, actually. Mm. So I think a reason that we have for trying to live according to principles that God has put before us is that those make our lives better. It's not a matter of whether or not anybody condemns us for what we do. I love that. So it's not out of fear. No, I don't think so. I mean, I think God honestly doesn't condemn us. He doesn't look at us. He knows that we're broken people. He knows that we're flawed. He knows the reasons for why we do what we do. And I think God absolutely understands us. But I don't think that that means he stops us from dealing with the consequences of the things that, that we do. Yeah. I think it's interesting that in this translation here, it actually says that uh, given over us, in verse 3, it says given over us by giving his son as a sacrifice for our sins. But in the English Standard Version, which is a little closer to the Greek version, it actually says there that, um, oh, where is it here? He condemned sin in the flesh. And I, and I prefer this because it's actually saying that God is not condemning Jesus. Yeah. But it's actually it's condemning the sin. the idea of sin that mm-hmm. exists in. He's destroying sin. Uh, and Christ is the one who took it on. And he's destroying sin. And so it's not that God is ever condemning us. He's, he's like he's dealing he's with sin. He's with getting sin. rid of Satan. He's getting rid of evil. Uh, he's getting rid of the consequences of all of that. And, and so what does the term no condemnation mean to me? It means release. It means someone took it all on. Yeah, it means that you still have to worry about the things that you do in your life and the kind of person you are, but it's, that's for purely practical reasons. It has nothing to do with whether you're pleasing God or not. I yeah. think we can let that part go. We have yeah. enough things to worry about without this pile of guilt of that God is thinking badly of was, us. And I think this does at least release that one thing. Was this the day where Corey, I couldn't, I, I should check this before we did today, but was this the day where Corey was talking about Berrien Springs and the... I think so, I, I yes. Think so. Where that was he, a great... He yeah. ended up in court. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to read the Daily Walk. It, it's so a pretty exciting I'll go back. story. I enjoyed I'll that. do it later on. Well, I had one question that's not directly related to these questions, hmm. but just reading the text... You know how I tend to be concrete and like to know what things look like in practice, how they work. I was trying to work out um, both yesterday and today the idea of somebody being um, led by the was it by the body or by the spirit? Oh yeah, like the, what the you contrast. think about, right? And I'm going okay. Like what does a person think about who has mm. the spirit in them? What does a person think about who is in the body? What is the difference, practically speaking? Have I ever met anyone who's really of the spirit? And how, how would I know that if I had? How would I know if I were one of those? Yeah, um, and and, uh, and and how he says, I mean, in this New Living Translation that we read today, that's why those who are still under the control of the sinful nature, verse 8, can never please God, right? Because when they're le- leading themselves uh, with, this, with our broken nature, we can't do this. This is the big contrast that, that Paul does with, uh, with flesh, in the ESV uh, and with the spirit. And he does it, I think it's 10 times he brings this up. Mm-hmm. And I think in the New Living Translation today, he talks about it being the nature. Is that the word that he uses a lot? Um, nature, yeah. yeah. Sinful nature. Sinful nature, your mind controlling yourself. Yeah, your nature, and sinful nature. And then yesterday nature. it was the body. The body and flesh. The flesh, yeah. yes. And he talked about that. So he's contra- there's this contrast between being in the spirit. Because, yeah, I'm thinking, is it that if you're the kind of person who thinks about what you're eating and exercising and yeah other things that you're doing physically with your body that you are then a person like of death etc and then what are you supposed to think about like it the thing is that we do live in bodies well it leads so to it leads your to body life. ends up being a 
a, you know, an important part of the way that you experience the world. Yeah. You experience it through your body. I don't know how you get away from that. Well, again, I was just talking to a few of my friends about this just recently, about what what is the major significance, the difference of being a follower of Christ, you know, right. when you compare, because you and I have been talking about this all through Romans, right? Mm-hmm. Is there any difference when you say, hey, I follow Jesus Christ? Do you see any difference with somebody or not? And and Paul's trying to say here, but letting spirit control your mind leads to life and peace, is this beautiful version inside verse six here, which is life and peace again in, in both translations. I and I and I ask myself, what about those who actually have life and peace and don't follow God? Or does it require a certain amount of knowledge or expertise to differentiate? Like um a person who doesn't know much about music might hear too. People play violin solos, and they might sound similar. Yeah. A person who knows music knows which one of those is superior to the other one. Yeah. So maybe you have to have your antenna tuned a certain way in order to be able to recognize the spirit mm-hmm. in yourself or in somebody else. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think that he, through the whole chapter 7 before last week, he was trying to build up this huge tension, and the release is this, is this one here. And so what he's now trying to say to us is, look, you, you felt like there was no way forward. You felt like there was you were in captivity. You felt like there's no way to live life. He's now trying to say to us, actually, there is a way to live life, and you can be controlled by the Spirit if you are willing to be in sync with, with God. I think it's, it's submitting your will to God is probably the most complicated thing that we, you, we sometimes struggle with because our natural inclination is not to do that. Mm. So... I, I, let's let's put it out there and see what people say. But uh, and let me just recap this question for uh, because our time's up for now. What does the term "no condemnation" mean to you? If we are not condemned, does it mean that we can do whatever we want? And if Jesus has accepted your guilty verdict as His own, would what should your response be? So reflect on those three questions. Uh, look after each other, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.